Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Neil Patel. Neil Patel is the co-founder of NP Digital. The Wall Street Journal calls him a top influencer on the web. Forbes says he is one of the top 10 marketers. And Entrepreneur Magazine says he created one of the 100 most brilliant companies. Welcome Neil Patel. Uh, thank you for having me. My pleasure, Neil. You know, I'm just curious what what got you to come on our show. Like, was there something specific that got your attention? Uh, nothing specific. Uh, anytime people hit me up to come on their show, I almost always say yes. And oh uh, yeah, that's you, awesome. You had a great email, and I was like, oh, why not? Oh, that's great, Neil. You know, it's an honor. I know you're busy, right? So whenever um, we get guests like yourself, we just want to find out, you know, what was what was going through your mind. But that's great that you actually go out on every show. That's incredible because you, you're definitely busy, right? Busy, yeah, but I try to. I don't go every but close enough to it. Not every, yeah, close enough. Okay, that's great. Well, I appreciate you. Like I said before, you know, it's an honor to have you on the show. And um, and I'm sure the audience is also very much enthused that you came on the show here. Um, love to get to know, understand everything that you do. But I'm sure, like I'm, I'm 100% sure that SEO is your cup of tea. Uh, SEO, any form of digital marketing and entrepreneurship. Anything digital. So were you, is that something that you started off in, in digital marketing when you started the journey of entrepreneurship? I, I, uh, so actually my first business, if I go back 21 plus years ago, was a job board. I couldn't get traffic, paid a few agencies. They didn't provide results. So I had no choice but to learn it on marketing on my own. Started getting traffic through SEO, started then getting traffic through social media marketing, the business still wasn't making money, but I was good at getting traffic. So then I was like, let me just help other companies with their traffic. And that's how I got my start. Oh, that's excellent. So one idea that I was thinking, for example, for our show, is that whenever we um, interview someone, we create a separate page for them, add the episodes uh, caption in there, add some more information, you know, uh, 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 some Google terms. And that should help us get discovered on Google more often, right? It should, yes. Yeah. And, it, 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 you know, I said, sorry. The, the big thing that when it comes to becoming discovered on Google is you have to create more content. Content is king. And you got to produce high quality content and you got to promote the content. If you don't promote it, it doesn't matter how great of a piece you write. It's not going to do well by promotion. I mean, maybe you get it shared on social media, your friends share it. Uh, you email sites who you link to and ask them, you know, Hey, link back or share my content. All those ways can just really help get your content notice and eventually ranking higher. So promoting, not like paid ads, this is more organic. Uh huh. You can also promote through paid ads too. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but you can mm -hmm. do most of it through organic and save the money. 
So can you share what's your go-to strategy for organically growing? So organic, I, I have a few things that I do. So step mm -hmm. one, I create a lot of content and I try to make sure the content's unique. Like if you look at the term auto insurance, it's a generic example. There's over a billion pieces of content, less than 200,000 people who search for that term in the United States each month. There's an overwhelming amount of content. If you're not saying anything unique, don't waste your time. So focus on a unique perspective, sharing your experience, sharing, you know, things that you may have that others will A, have not read before, but B, have not uh, seen before, right, as well. So in essence, anything new. The second thing I do is I create content on all platforms. So I'll create like podcasting content, video content, uh, short form videos, whether it's YouTube shorts or uh, Instagram reels. And the reason being is Google is starting to understand, or not starting to, Google understands that people love different types of content. So they're ranking different types of content as well. SEO isn't just about text-based content. So, but when you create a video, you can upload it on all the platforms, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, the list goes on and on. So you can mm -hmm. repurpose. The next thing that I do is promote the content. I see who tweets and shares content in my space and I ask, I hit them up and I'll say like, Hey John, I noticed that you shared X, Y, and Z article by author A, B, and C. I have a similar one that just came out. Check it out here. Uh, I would love it if you shared it. Let me know if you need me to share anything for you. Little things like that actually get you a lot of shares and more uh, traffic. Then what I also like doing is using on, we have a tool called Uber Suggest. There's a backlinks opportunity report. It shows you everyone who links to, let's say three of your competitors, but not you. And this is super important because if someone links to three of your competitors and not you, that means that they don't mind linking to anyone in this space. So if you hit those sites up and then, hey, you already link out to X, Y, and Z, we have a similar article that has this unique perspective or this unique video. Uh, love it if you link to us as well. You'll also start building quite a bit of links. So the combination of those factors really helps you get more traffic to your content, which is the easiest way to get traffic, which is to content. And then the last thing that I really want to sprinkle in here is keeping the content updated. Going back to the auto insurance example, there's too much content on the web. Most of the content is old and stale. Mm -hmm. If you do what Wikipedia does, every time you do a search on Google, most of the time you see Wikipedia. Why? Because our content's always updated because people keep updating it, right? So mm -hmm. if you keep your best piece of content, the ones that are getting traffic, updated, fresh, you'll notice that they'll rank higher over time and they'll maintain the rankings better as well. Mm, excellent. So Neil, is there something unique that you can share with us that you haven't shared on any other show that could help someone in our audience? Uh, I've shared a lot of stuff throughout all shows. Uh, it's hard fun. to remember, but is there something yeah. that could someone listen to and say, oh man, that's, uh, that helped me so much, you know? Here, here's one thing that I think everyone gets wrong. Have you heard of the saying, yeah. the riches are in the niches? Yeah. The riches are not in the niches. Don't focus yeah. on niches. Focus on big markets. I agree with you. Look, if you go after a niche, I'll say best man speeches. One of my friends had a best man speech website. I don't care if you gobble up 100% of the market share. You're only going to make so much money selling best man speeches. Yeah. And yeah. then what are you going to do? Expand into bridesmaid speeches? You get what I mean, right? Like the market's just yeah. not big. But on the yeah. flip side, 
if you go into a category like sales or marketing or pharmaceuticals, like pick any broad market, even if you capture 0.1% or 1%, it's a massive market, you can make a lot of money. You have to go after big TAMs, and that's a mistake that most Mm. people face is they don't go after big TAMs. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a similar story that happened to me when I was setting up this show. Um, all the experts were telling me to uh, go micro niche. He goes, there's no way that you can, you know, um, gain any traction if you go uh, in a larger category such as entrepreneurship. So I opened a podcast under clinics and clinic owners to get more patients and then I, I canceled. I said, no, my heart was settled on, on on doing this. And I just went back and I did it. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so that's excellent. No, that's a very good advice because uh, micro niche is kind of, or niche is pretty much anywhere you go. Everyone is talking about that, right? Like every industry, yep. that's what they're promoting. And And it's really tough. It's because there's just not yeah. enough business out there. You really need to go after broad markets. Mm-hmm. And that that tool that you talked about, right? I believe what was the call? I think that's your product. The yeah, one that Uber you suggest. find out. Yeah. Uber, Uber is ours. Yeah, we have a few different products and services, but yeah, you know, it, it's I, I've been an entrepreneur for over twenty one years now, and probably I made two big mistakes in my life. One is creating businesses around two small niches uh, instead of going after big markets, and the second one was not focusing. Too many businesses, yeah. not enough focus. Yes. Uh, yeah. Those two things really hurt my career. Mm. Yeah, that's excellent. So Uber suggests, can you kind of, um, in, a, in, in a quick form as possible, I guess, can you kind of share with us if I used it, for example, for my show, right? Like, uh-huh. how would it help me? Um, can you dumb it down? Yeah. So let's say you're creating a podcast. You can put in yeah. keywords like entrepreneurship, SEO, whatever you want to talk yeah. about with your guests. Mm-hmm. It'll tell you all the popular keywords to talk about. And mm-hmm. those are the keywords that are cool. going to get searched more, which is what their algorithms use when people are searching to help you get more traffic. The second thing you can do is you can put in your website URL, and it'll tell you everything that's wrong that you need to fix. Hmm. So is this this is this is not just a one time usage, but it's something that a business could have on an ongoing basis, especially if for, you're running a podcast, right? For every guest, for free, it doesn't cost money. Well, there are paid plans, but you can do most of the stuff for free. Oh, cool! Yeah, I heard about it by, from in Clubhouse, I believe someone told me that there's this tool, and I never got a chance to kind of look at it, but I'll definitely look it up, uh, check it out now. Because, you know, that's where my focus is, is towards more towards SEO. Um, You know, in the past, I've spent thousands, like in other businesses, to get our uh, ranking higher on SEO. Every month, we're just spending, spending, and it was just never getting to the first page. And then I would say to them, like, what's going on? You know, there's a lot of money going out. He goes, it's coming, it's coming. It takes a lot of time, right? So not sure if it's their fault or anything, but. Yeah, so, you know, in that case, like, how do you do it differently? Uh, it, it, it starts with what we talked about, creating unique content, building unique. links, right? Like the backlinks opportunity yeah. report, getting people to share it, keeping your content up to date. Those are a lot of the main factors that really help content rank really, really well. Hmm. The Uber suggests help with that? 
Uh-huh. It'll tell you every error to fix to rank higher on Google with your website. Oh, that's great. That's great. And the paid versions are, are more in-depth, I guess, right? Yeah, you can just use more of it. Mm. So can you share with us if you have a, a morning routine that you go through? I do. So I wake up usually around 5 a.m. Um, by then, I will work out, get ready, uh, feed my kids. My kids usually wake up around 6. Uh, youngest one, give milk. And by 7 o'clock, I'm off to the races. I've already checked emails, and you know I'm ready to keep cranking. That's awesome. But do you, Neil, do you work on, on your mindset? Like, have you ever worked on mindset or is it uh, just naturally? Not, not too much. You know, I know some people mm-hmm. do. There's nothing wrong with yeah. working on mindset. There's nothing wrong with not working on it. But I think yeah. to each their own, right? Like some people need it. Some people don't. Um, yeah. Some people need to set their schedules because they don't have the discipline. Some people naturally have the discipline. Like yes. I don't have to really work on scheduling or like say like, Hey, I need to work. Let me sit down. Like I just naturally like working, and I was willing to work seven days a week. Yeah, and is there is there a story behind how you got into entrepreneurship? Yeah, so uh, my sister worked for a Oracle consultant years and years ago, and he was making over a hundred bucks an hour twenty plus years ago. Even a hundred dollars yeah. an hour right now is That's a lot, lot of money, but back then it was even yeah. way more money. Yeah. And I was like, man, I want a hundred plus dollars an hour. So I started looking for jobs as an Oracle consultant. I wasn't qualified for any of them because I didn't have an Oracle certification or a college degree. But here's the kicker. I was able to, when I was browsing and looking for jobs online, I was able to see these job boards and how they're making a lot of money. So what I did was I decided to create a job board because I was like, wow, monster.com is making millions and millions of dollars and career builder and all these sites. So that's how I created my job board is because other people were making money. I'm like, well, if I make 1% of what they make, I'll be rich. And I couldn't find a job. Yeah. So I'm like, we just go create a job board. Bad idea to create a job board just because I couldn't find a job, but it led me down the path of marketing because when I couldn't get any traffic to the job board, I had to learn how to get traffic to my own site. Hmm. And what would you say uh, your what would your strategy be when it comes to content creation? Um, you know, like for example, creating posts. Is there a structure that you follow when you create posts? Because there's a lot of experts, you know, a lot of people say you know, value, testimonial, right? Like different structures. Is there a specific structure that you follow? Yep. Come up with the topic. If you don't know the topic to write on, uh, there's a tool called Answer the Public. You can put in a keyword. Oh, yes. A lot of topic ideas. Um, and then what I would recommend is you start off with the intro. So what are you going to end up talking about and hook people and why they should read it? Then you have your conclu- uh, your body. Your body should have all the main points. So you can just outline it first. Like what are the main points you want to talk about? List some stats, some data. Uh, if you don't have any research, um, cite your sources. And then you have a conclusion that wraps it up and the conclusion with the question to encourage more comments. And then when you're writing the article, make sure you write in a conversational tone with the words you and I so people feel like you're talking mm. uh, with them in a conversation uh, instead of just being a dry, boring speech that someone reads. And uh, then fill in the rest of the post. 
conversational, use images, use videos to, uh, to get your main points across, and of course have stats and data, and be as super thorough as possible, where no one else has to read another article to understand uh, what you're trying to say, and let it be the last article they need to read on that topic. If you have that mindset, then you're going to write a more detailed That's article. That's good. So mindset is pretty important in this because that would be amazing when we actually have that feeling that that's what you're actually going to do. And then you start working on it. The, yep. the copy will come out better. Exactly. Yeah, that's excellent. And um, for coaches, uh, you know, if they are looking, because it's getting kind of noisy. and uh, Very noisy. There's just. Yeah, very noisy. There's just there's just so many coaches, right? And especially since COVID, um, how can someone with your expertise? What would you tell, like, say, your best friend that's a coach needs help? What would you tell them to do immediately to get business? I would tell them to run more Facebook ads. Facebook ads, ads works really well for coaches. And you need to have a lot of case studies and testimonials. And coaches, yes, they do a lot of talking when they're selling. But have your students do a lot of the talking and pitching for you. And I found that it converts really well. Very good. Very good. Well, that's awesome, Neil. Neil, can you share with us what you feel your innermost superpower is that got you to this point in life? Passion. See, I believe whatever you end up doing... If you don't put enough time and energy into it, you're not going to win. There's never enough time in the day. And if you're not passionate about something that you're working on, you're not going to put in the hours that's needed to succeed. Yeah, they say when you put your heart into it, the quality is better too. Yep. All right. And, but sometimes, you know, they may have the passion, but when they actually go into it, do you find like you are what we call unconscious competent, right? Like you, you had that passion within, but sometimes you may have the passion, but things don't go the way you plan, right? And you get kind of disheartened or you kind of lose hope, you know, that's where that mindset training comes in, why it's important. You didn't need it, but then there's somebody out there that has a passion for what they want to do, but those hiccups kind of pull them back, right? Do you have any advice for people like that? So my big thing is you're all going to have hiccups. You're all going to have issues. You know, like, well, first off, let's go to passion. Passion, a lot of Mm. times you figure out what you're passionate about by just trial and error. And then once you find what you love, sometimes you get demotivated. And what you'll find is Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has failures. Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, it doesn't matter who you are. They all have failures and mistakes. Learn from your failures and try to avoid making that same mistake over and over again and eventually it'll lead you down the path of what you should be focusing on and what you should be doing and that's how you succeed. Yeah. It's funny you said that because when I was starting the podcast, I I honestly was uncomfortable because I'm just generally a very, I was a, a, a shy person and I couldn't even, I want, I knew I had to be in the vicinity of the people that where I want to go, right? That's where all the books were saying, you're saying, you know, your proximity matters. So I knew the podcast was the right way 
but it was, you know, feeling uncomfortable while I was doing some interviews, some of my earlier episodes. But then over time, that turned into this, this passion that you're referring to, you know, is that this that spark all of a sudden now yep. you just, you just enjoy, you're just hanging out, you know, it's like a party, right? So it, it changes. But then at times it could have happened to someone that they don't find that passion, right? In a business. No, that's totally right. And I found that most people find what they're passionate about by just trying a lot of different things and they're just like, yeah. huh, I kind of like this. I'm pretty good at it. Let me just do more of it. But yeah, mm. it's people end up figuring out their groove over time. It just takes patience and people are so young. Even if you're in your yeah. 40s or 50s, people live longer yeah. these days, right? You have so yeah. much time. So much time. Yeah, go after it. Well, you know, Neil, I really appreciate it. I'm honored that you came on our show. It was great to talk to you. I used to, just over a year ago, I was, you know, visualizing, you know, having having a, a guest of your caliber on, on, on the show. And uh, when I saw your name pop up uh, in my schedule, I was very happy to, to interview you and speak to you. So it means a lot. And uh, hopefully we can spread your message and bring some more attention towards you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, no problem. Audience, thanks again for joining us for, one, uh, for another episode. Really appreciate you guys engaging and, and being part of our show and helping us grow because without you, we cannot grow. Thank you so much. Again, Neil, thank you so much. Thank you.